Hey, hey, good morning, everybody. Dave Brayman, what is going down? Uh, welcome to the Gospel Two Wheels, everybody. We are a little bit early, so we're going to just kind of hang out and chit-chat. Uh, we got Dave watching live. If you are here watching live, make sure you jump into the chat, say hello, tell me where you're from, and tell me what your favorite dirt bike is. How about that today? Today is the day, and also if you're watching later, if you're watching this, um, you know, after the fact, comment below what your favorite dirt bike is and where you're from. Uh, that would be super rad. Brian Hill, what's happening? Uh, Ronnie Childs, what's going down in the potato world, man? How are you? Um, so yeah, tell me what your favorite dirt bike is. Tell me where you're from. All that good stuff. Like I said, whether you're watching live or afterwards. Also, if you're watching live and or watching later. Make sure you hit the thumbs up button. Make sure you hit that. What is up, Teddy Roosevelt? Robert Boucher, how's it going, man? Um, how are you doing today? Jason Lash, coming in hot. What's happening, yo? Um, <laughs> yes, Ronnie Childs, uh, his 24XC <laughs> is his favorite, of course. I love it. Uh, Waco, Texas, Jesse, what's happening? Loving the new XCW content. Um, ADV Bike Rider, you're going to love uh, the video I'm going to make tonight. Uh, Zach and I are taking his brand new XCW and we're taking a stock 300 XC. It's a 23, so it doesn't have those spring forks. We're going to take this, but it's bone stock otherwise. Uh, and Zach's bike is still basically stock. It's got the moose balls in it. I think he changed bars, put some different hand guards on it, uh, some different grips. But nothing performance wise has been done to the bike yet. So we're going to take those out together. And we're going to um, do a comparison video tonight for Thursday Night Ride. By the way, if you want to ride with us uh, tonight, we are going up onto the Uncompagre Plateau, Highway 90. We're going to be riding the Buck Trail and numerous other things. Dustin Dillon coming in from OKC. Uh, what's happening? Um, oh, ooh, Chad Bryant, um, minute, the 150i. That, yeah, Husky 150s are super cool. Mernon Claude Henry, dude, are you seriously Claude Henry Smoot? That is... Uh, I love Fletch. Thank you for that. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, Brian Hills, uh, 300XCW and EX300F. Uh, nice. 5280 James coming in from Denver. Bikes, current bike, 21350. Heck yeah. Tom Bean, what's up? Keith McQueen. Um, yes, Keith, I will be talking about that clutch lever in a bit. So remind me if I don't um, get to you. Jared, hello, Dirt. What's happening? Dylan Luna coming in from northern Michigan up at the top of the mitten. Why is he too, too smoke? Yeah, buddy. Um, Jameson Nygar, what's going on? Kim Jackson, how are you? Uh, Dave Tipton, coming in from New Jersey. David, do you know Jimmy Nyhart by any wild chance? Um, let's see. Robbie Childs, also rolling in from the potato world. Good morning from Flagstaff, Arizona. Uh, Michael James Daniel. Uh, 520 MXC, nice, dude. Classic old... Uh, um, oh, God. RFS. There we go. Jeez, I lost my brain there. Um, solid bike. Awesome. You haven't had any arrive in the UK yet. Looking forward to comparing 300 TPI, which is ECU Reflash 6500 Track Shock. ADV Bike Rider, um, <clears throat> you are probably going to know the W, honestly, is very tame in its power delivery compared to the XC, but it's. Uh, yeah, it's tame, but it's better than the TPIs definitely ever were stock. Um, now the relocation kit and IRK and all the things you could do to a TPI make them really, really good. 
as far as power delivery, but the the W it's cool. It's definitely not um, violent. Like the XC is relatively violent. The W is not as violent, but it's very good. Um, Chris, <laughs> I love it. Uh, Chris Burns, what's happening? Dustin Dillon, five hundred one is his favorite. <laughs> he has his gay sports stroke. I love it. Neil Armadeus, um, um, David, I'm glad you know Jimmy. Everyone should know Jimmy. Nampa, Idaho, David Deming. I will be coming up next week. This podcast slash live, anyway, is going to be coming to you live from the Gifford Pinchot National Forest. Actually, it might be coming to you live from somewhere on the way to the Gifford Pinchot, but live from the road. Uh, it's going to be awesome. Kim Jackson, two strokes. That's all you really need to know. Um, Harley Carter, what's going on? Uh, first bike, 94 XR250. Jameson Nygaard, that is a phenomenal first bike. That's kind of like my first bike. My first bike was a TTR250, which was Yamaha's answer to the XR250. And it was brilliant. I loved it. Vinny uh, Arinello, Dude, that is the best last name. Anyway, what's up, man? Um, if the XC is violent, then I guess I crave violence. Ronnie, I agree um, 100%. I love the XC. It's And it's not, I wouldn't say it's necessarily violent but it's not like a 450 but it's definitely way more so than the w like if you get a w i love the w i really like it um and yeah i like people keep asking which one to buy and my answer keeps being both <laughs> if you can afford it um harley carter i'm glad you love your 300 crusty one good morning brian taylor what is up uh it's good to see you guys all here hold on let's get this thing started Welcome to the Gospel of Two Wheels, where the coffee's hot, the bikes are fast, and your comments are thankfully absolutely ridiculous. It is awesome to be here with you guys. So happy. Tons of you guys watching. Uh, not many of you guys even thumbs up. So back out of the chat, give a thumbs up, and come on back in. Uh, today, we are going to talk about dirt bikes, amazingly enough. Uh, I am going to talk about the R-Enduro uh, light clutch lever thing. It is super rad. David Deming heading our way on the 16th to be here for a week. That's good because I'm going to be gone on the 16th, uh, but I will be back. Um, we were riding that weekend up in uh, the Gifford Pinchot National Forest in Washington, but we will be back. Um, Jason Lash, XC Green Map is fire, 100%. Um, and the XCW Green Map is really good, uh, <laughs> but it's, uh, um, it's just more controllable. Uh, Robbie Childs, XCW with relocation feels dead compared to my 24XC. Still love the 22 in the rough, slow terrain, though. Yeah. Ed Dugan, the winner of the Jarvis-signed um, uh, jersey. How's it going, Ed? Um, Mark Odek coming in from Meeker Extreme and a and Moto Toys. What's going down? Um, so the W, the new W definitely feels more, like, mellow. Then, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say dead, but it's definitely more, way more mellow than the XC. So if that's what you're looking for, if you want to do hard enduro, like really nasty hard, I think the W is probably a better choice uh, because it won't wear you out. Uh, Hello Dirt says, I need to bring the X trainer to you. Forks need to be serviced and smoothed out. Someone put dents in them. <laughs> They're leaking and it won't start. <laughs> Jared, we can help you out, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry I'm laughing, but that's I, how I feel. I, I understand. Uh, um, Tim Proc, you are not the only person who rides a stock TPI and likes it. Lots of people do. Uh, it's just, 
Tim, I would actually, this would be an interesting uh, question. Tim, I'd love to know your background uh, before your TPI. What did you ride before that? Uh, give me like the little rundown from like when you started riding dirt bikes till up until you got the TPI, because I think that is a big difference in people's perception of the TPI. Um, but 23 KTM XE, TBI was amazing throttle response compared to the 22 TPI. This new 24 model have the same throttle. Yeah. Uh, Herlo Trades. It's an interesting name. Herlo. I like, I know it's probably not your name, but I like Herlo. Um, the 24 XC is just like the 23. Uh, the 24 XCW is not like the 20, the XC. It's, it's definitely more calmed down. Um, Keith McQueen, are the new bikes getting counter shocks? Yes, they will. I got to talk to Nate. I just haven't done that yet. Uh, this bike, I already had a counter shocks. I took it off for the hardened duro because I was trying to shave as much weight as possible uh, off the bike before that race. And the counter shocks really doesn't do anything in hardened duro. Uh, it's more for speed and hitting things fast. So, uh, Green Map sent me into a sand wash. Need more talent, Max Barker. If the Green Map is legitimate. Uh, would you say the difference between the XC and XCW motors mostly due to the ECU? Uh, I do name Eric. I would say it's due to the ECU and the cylinder head. People keep saying the porting is different. I don't know. I'm. It maybe it is. I don't know. It looks like the same cylinder. It's still got the cat. Everyone's like, doesn't have the cast. It still has the castings. At least ours still has the castings for the old TPI stuff. So I, I just can't imagine they'd put a different cylinder on it because the porting. It would just be a lot of work, especially with what they've done to these bikes, making them very similar in lots of ways, which is funny because they're very different in the way they feel, but a lot of things are similar um, on these bikes. So I don't know if the porting's different. I'm sure the cylinder head is different. It's going to be less compression, maybe a less aggressive squish. I don't know about the squish and all that, but I'm sure it's less compression. Um, I mean, it's eight less horsepower. So how do they do that? My guess is it's with the cylinder head and the EC tune is how they mainly did it. Um, uh, so, I, yeah, I think that the cool thing is I think you could buy a W, and we'll be testing all this over time. Uh, you could buy a W, buy an SX cylinder head, which I have to put into the W, and probably reflash the ECU to an XC tune, and you'd have XC power but an XCW chassis, which I think would be pretty sweet. Tim Proc, 56 years old, been riding since 14, took a break from dirt bikes for 10 years. Um, right on. So when you, before the break, were you riding four strokes or were you riding two strokes? I uh, would love to know. And which, just tell me what you were riding. Um, uh, Tom Bean, love Dirt Church. Thanks, Morgan. Ah, you bet, man. And uh, Dirt Church is back this week. We're going to be meeting out of Peach Valley. I got to, I got to get motivated. I'm, been a long weekend. My parents are here and I'm tired and all that stuff. But um uh rather mountain bike started ministry three years ago. It's also called Dirt Church. Awesome Jenkins bike shop. That's super cool. Where are you located? Um I think everybody's first bike should be a TT five hundred from the late seventies. Continue from there. Yes, Kim Jackson. I love it. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, uh my TTR was awesome. I love it. Um yeah, I'm excited about the possibilities for the W because Zach loves the W. His 09, I keep forgetting. We're giving away his bike. I'm not telling. We've already picked a person, and it's super double secret. But 
anyway, I'm excited about that. Uh, Zach, because I, so here's the quick thing, just so everybody knows. I bought the XCW for Zach. It's Zach's bike. It's not my bike. Um, I am doing a bunch of videos on it. That's kind of how I justified purchasing a bike for my employee. Um, not, he deserved it anyway. Absolutely. 100% deserved it. Um, he's an amazing person and an awesome employee and a very good friend. And I love him very much. So he deserved a bike, but it helped my justification because I get to make a lot of YouTube videos on it, uh, and get the information out to you guys, but that's his motorcycle now. Uh, and so then I am going to, um, you know, so he gets that and we're going to give his other bike away, but coming from, uh, the, um, his older bike to that, he's so much faster and he loves the smooth power delivery. Uh, is it, is better to deck the XCW head or buy the Chad Hucko? It's better to just buy the SX head because first of all, it's relatively cheap because it's just an insert. It's not a whole head. And decking the head on these new two-piece heads is going to be more of a process because you got to deck two pieces, right? Because if you just deck the insert, it'll just rattle. So you got to deck the outsert, <laughs> the outside too. And um, not that it's a big deal. Uh, you can still do it. People do it all the time. But I think it's better to just buy the disc or probably buy RK Tech because I think that's probably the same money. If not, it might even be cheaper. It's like 180 bucks for an insert. Then you get whatever compression ratio you want and all that good stuff. Um, Frank K, what's the easiest way to detune the T, uh, 200 TPI for less hit? Uh, probably the fastest, easiest way is just to turn your power valve screw in if you've already done that. Um, not a lot you can do. I mean... You could send the ECU out to TSP or something like that and see if they'll uh, kind of mellow it out for you. I don't know if they, I mean, I'm sure they can. I don't know if they do. But uh, the other thing is to gear the bike up. Uh, honestly, I mean, it sounds like Band-Aids, the whole power valve and then that, but uh, gearing it up. But honestly, gearing it up makes a big difference. I My old bike, which is, oh, you can see it right there. Uh, uh, it's got all kinds of crazy stuff done to the motor, and it's a bit of a violent hot mess when you're riding it with stock gearing and i just put bigger gears on it and it really made it easy to deal with so tom bean 200s are amazing brian mullins you finally made it nice uh let's see brand new 94 kx 250 lightly used 98 yz 400 uh ktm 260 the last three have right on tim proc so you like fast bikes so the your your so it's so my guess is you got a good TPI, or you just really like that super smooth linear power delivery, which I mean, those other bikes probably didn't have, <laughs> but the, um, but you really like that super smooth power delivery, uh, which the TPIs have always had, regardless of what you do to them. They're they're way smooth, and a lot of people like them. So, like I said you're not the only person who likes some stock. Um, Mark Orovasky, twenty four three hundred XC, best midlife purchase ever i love it it is so good how many mountain bikers have you had head-ons with zero jeff slavens claims three one is last writing video for the record he's really nice guy to me and my girlfriend last time at the shop brian daniels that's awesome jeff is usually pretty nice he's just grumpy in general he's nice to people he's not nice to me he doesn't like me um he, that actually was way before i made funny videos about him um so out of the two bikes xc versus xcw the xc sounds so much better fit me for likely 
people I, are you using text to talk jared but the xcw is a really good fit for a lot of people it's really nice and like it's just buttery smooth which actually makes it fast really fast uh brian kimsey took a 10-year break to raise kids and such uh yeah i just raised kids with dirt bikes but i get it um left on a kdx 200 came back with a ttr 230 just gonna ride around you know <laughs> In fast succession, became another KDX, then a KTM 150, then a Husqvarna TX 300, then two KX 250Fs, 02R, 05, 125. Bikes of now the Husky and the 19 150SX. I bought for my son. I have a Beta 400RS. I like my four stroke for MX, but definitely a two stroke guy off road. Dude, Brian, I love your story. <laughs> that is phenomenal. Um, Lincoln, New Hampshire, Jenkins. That's awesome. Uh, if I'm ever up there, I will come by and maybe join you guys for Dirt Church. I like uh, bicycles, too. Digging the feedback on the TPI, my gas, gas, TPI hasn't been all that big of an improvement of my carb beta. Uh, yeah, I'm with you, Aaron. Uh, Ray Dolph, what's happening, dude? Um, how's it going? Uh, first bike, 95 XR100. Ooh, nice, Brian Hill. 200s, able to tune from mile to wild. Yeah. Uh, Willie Watts is so good. XR100 was wide open. Yeah, dude, XR100 is the best. And the thing is, you can hold an XR100, XR100 wide open for like 10 and a half years straight, and it won't break. Uh, Ray Dolph, we miss you too. Montrose is phenomenal. Um, so let's talk about the R-Enduro. Hang on, I'm going to go. That's ah, way over there. Um, I'm not going to go grab it. The R-Enduro lever. Um, let me give you just the quick lowdown if you didn't watch my uh pre-race and prologue video go check it out i talked to him directly about it um actually i didn't talk to ran the guy who built it i talked to the guy who was kind of helping him ran's an israeli uh super good dude speaks english just fine uh, just has an accent but uh he's also just really quiet so his buddy who i th think is kind of helping him with promotion was the one who talked to me most of the time but they had a bike his bike the bike he raced set up there he's like you know with a sign that says squeeze me so i watched up you know like oh check that out. the clutch pole was so ridiculously light i'm like almost creepily light like right it just almost too light i'm like that's nuts it was nuts how freaking light it was i'm like that's incredible okay i need to know more uh because it didn't it didn't change the hydraulic pump like the master cylinder it didn't change the lever feeling it didn't change any of that stuff and it was just a bolt-on thing on the underneath side. It's a little bulky underneath it, uh, arguably. Maybe they'll work on making that smaller down the line. Maybe. I don't really know if it needs to. But um, So we talked about it. It's really cool. The thing I like about it, and someone got all mad at me for dissing Midwest Mountain Engineering levers, but whatever. Um, so uh, the thing with the Midwest lever is it changes the pivot, the leverage point for the, the lever. Uh, which totally works, lightens up the pole. The problem is it doesn't open the clutch up as much because it's lightening the pole. It's physics and science. So um, so you have to adjust it to be really, really on the edge of no free play so that it'll open it up far enough when you put it. Anyway, cause a lot of people to set them up wrong, burn up clutches, stuff like that. So this doesn't change the throw of anything. The lever still opens the clutch up the exact same amount. Everything's exactly the same that way, physics-wise. They just add a mechanical advantage with a spring inside that box that uses the uh, pivot lap, like the pivot bolt as the, anyway, it's super cool. Super, super, super cool. 
and I really am really excited to install it. I'm going to put it on this bike, uh, Loretta. I, I don't know exactly when. Um, by the way, guys, just filmed the top end on Loretta, and I have big news about that. Um, so watch the video, whatever. It, hopefully it'll be helpful for you guys. But I had a problem with the dumb power valve and then a code that wouldn't go away and a, like it stayed on. It didn't even go away when you revved it. You guys know like the old historic codes would like blink while you're at idle. But as soon as you revved it, it wouldn't go away. It did all kinds of, it was super annoying. I'm like getting pretty upset <laughs> because I thought I was gonna have to take my stupid bike back to Davis Service Center and have them plug it in again. And then I figured something out which didn't work before. I have the newest map update. I think that's what helped this whole situation. Um, so I have the newest up map update, by the way, I think the bike does run a little bit better, a little cleaner down low. Um, but I was able to clear the code. I was able to get the code cleared and it was awesome. Um, Brian Daniels, I'm with you. I've had nothing but issues with those levers too. So, uh, Scott Schwager coming in from surprise, Arizona, Lucas Monks, what's happening? Scott Willard, what's going down? Uh, Jacob, uh, will a steering stem nut that is too tight or too loose cause the bike to feel twitchy and unstable? Yes, it could. Uh, it's funny, actually, too tight seems to be what causes me to make it causes me to feel a bike to be too weird because it like it wants to stay where and like do weird things. Uh, too loose for me doesn't usually cause a problem. Uh, you can feel it. I, sometimes you feel a clunk, clunk, clunk in it uh, when you hit the brakes, but. Come on down to Southern Arizona this winter. Yes, Corn Pop, I will do that. I love Arizona. 23XE, can you talk a little bit about the latest map update? Oh, there we go. After one four. Clean up the bottom, yes. Look for a video on it, but must have missed it. Love you. I do not have a video specifically on that, um, Brian Mullins, but I will make one. Um, the new map is good. Uh, it definitely cleans up the bottom a little bit. I don't know if it... It definitely cleans up the bottom. It's good. James Narkill, Scott Coplin, Fitzgerald James. Um, let's see. Uh, Scott Coplin, that's the thing. It cleared up my 37 code, um, and that's gone now. Um, I So that's another... Let's quick talk about that. So the map update, before I had my codes cleared, I had the 104 map, everything was good until I went and practiced some hard enduro in the rocks at Dry Creek. Got the bike hot, not over hot, never spewed any coolant, but it got the fan on, whatever. And the stupid 37 code came back, and then it is, it's gone, right? Like, so I was angry. Came back, couldn't get rid of it, unplugged everything, wouldn't go away. So I took it back in, got the new map update. They cleared that code, did the hard enduro on Silver Kings. That bike was hot all day long. Code never came back. <laughs> code different code the power valve code came back on when i did the top end again you'll need to watch the video i'm not gonna go deep into it here but it came on because i had some issues uh with the whole situation and getting that back on and everything um but i was able to clear it i think that has something to do with that new map i think they did that um uh mark odette i the click i don't want to click i sorry man oh I've messed with enough of them. I'm just not a yeah. worst part of the mountain Midwest mountain lever was the adjuster screw constantly backing out. Uh, if it's, yeah, that's a problem. I think if you put some blue Loctite on that, it kind of solves that problem. Um, the, uh, but yeah, uh, you're going to have a discount code for the clutch lever. David Tipton. Yes, I will. Um, 
it's going to be a bit. Just so you know, like I'm hopefully going to accelerate this process of testing and affiliate links and discounts and all that good stuff. I'm really hoping I can accelerate it. Um, but Ran, I, I really appreciate his view on this. He really wants me to test it really well before I endorse it. Um, so that's cool. Like he believes enough in the product. He doesn't want me, he doesn't even want me releasing the video of me installing it or talking about it until we're done testing and we've had a chance to talk and then we release it. Uh, so, um, yeah, I'm excited. Yes, we will have a discount code. Uh, assuming I like it. I know I'm going to like it. It's going to be so good. <laughs> it's going to be so good. Um, and Kim Jackson, yes. Hit the like button. Back out of the chat. Hit the like. Come back in. Um, Brian Hill will be in Taylor Park next week. Worried about snow on American flag. Timberland Trail, do you know the trail conditions up there? Brian Hill. Uh, it is all getting cleared. You should be good by next week. We There is a monumental amount of snow in our mountains, but it is all melting quickly. It's super hot here now. Uh, it's, that means it's going to be warm up in the mountains. It's all going to be good. So you should be good to go. Uh, Antonio... Araujo, God, your name is awesome, Antonio. Uh, how's the oil injection running on the XCW? Does it spooge? <laughs> so I think you all guys know I don't care about spooge, but uh, no, it doesn't. Like the tailpipe of that XCW looks good. Uh, Zach rode, he's got 100 miles on it. Um, he rode with his buddies this weekend and uh, he, he dropped it off still dirty and I got to check it out before he got it clean. And um, it, the tailpipe looked good. Now, it is brand new packing, too, which generally kind of holds the spoon. So we'll see how things go as it um, the packing fills up. Uh, also, the silencer is much longer, which is going to keep any unburnt fuel into that packing for a little while. So, uh, But no, it did not spooge much, and it runs really clean. Uh, is the new map for 23s also for the uh, 250s? Chris Driver, I don't know. I cannot say 100%. But I think so. Um, uh, to, to, to Scott Coughlin, great to hear about the code. Emailed them twice about getting one at the race price to try out, and no response. Still, just be getting one. Um, oh, Scott Coughlin, yeah, the the lever. I'm ex oh, is that what you're talking about? Emailed them twice about getting one at the race. Oh, oh, you're trying to get the race price. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> the I've, you know I've got the thing here. We're going to be installing. I'm a, I might try to get it installed today. Uh, I'm not riding this bike tonight, though. I'm riding the stock XC to do the test. But um, Brian Hill, yeah. The so let's see. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jared's right up there in there. Kim Jackson, just ride. I like it. <laughs> um, yeah, Brian. I would just go up there, ride around. You'll you'll have. There's plenty of trails to go have fun on. So okay. So the XCW has its place, no doubt. But for you, XC better. Brian Mullins, yes. For me, the XC is better. I like the XC more, um, 100%. I like the XC more. It's uh, for me and what I like to do, my style of riding. The XC is like warms my soul. <laughs> I love it so much. It's so fast and so exciting. That's what I love. I'm a YZ guy. Like down deep, if you dig down deep into my soul. Uh, you will find uh, Yamaha tuning forks. And I love YZs. I love violent power delivery. Uh, all that good stuff. I don't like 500s. Someone's going to chime in. We'll get a 500. I don't, that's too much. Um, and too much vibration and shaking, whatever. 
but I absolutely love horsepower and the XC is my choice. But the W is cool and I like having my other W right there, which I have made into kind of a fire breathing monster. Um, but I could see, definitely see having uh, both bikes, having an XC for racy racy and an XCW for trail cutting just like I do. But having both of them be fuel injected would be kind of cool. Um, oh, and don't let me forget, I got to talk about fuel mileage. You guys are going to be happy to hear about it. That W have the spring fork. How is it? Yes. Rocky Mountain Moto. The W does have the spring fork and it is better than the AER stock. A hundred percent, hundred percent better than the AER stock. Uh, I really like it. It definitely needs some love because it's uh, a W. And so the valving in it is soft um, and you can get through the stroke pretty quick. If you pick up the pace, um, the, so yeah, the forks needs valving, but it's going to be way easier to get it right than the AERs or the Explorers. It's going to cost less money from us. Um, it's going to be better in end product. Uh, it's going to be really good. Um, I know. I love the fuel injection on mine, Mark. Although I almost burned this bike and Zach's bike to the ground yesterday when I was having code flashy. So I was just about to smoked up i was gonna mm. but when i figured out how to clear the code i was pretty excited uh i see your hood buddy jeff talking about the transmission being the same on the xcd xcw scott willard i've heard that also uh, i need to see some part sheets it's really hard to tell the difference it wouldn't surprise me i kind of hoped that the w would have the same transmission as the xc because of uh how good the xc transmission is i love that XD transmission so much. Zach and I were talking about it in our first ride video. I, we think there's a gap there. I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, let's put it this way. The XCW transmission is good regardless of what it is. I don't know, but like it's good. Um, I like closer ratios. I don't like those big gaps. Um, I do like a low first gear, which the XC now has. And so does the XCW. So like it's, if it would make sense they would be bright if they made them the same because it would save them a ton of money. <laughs> Actually, that's how I think about um, the whole bike setup between the XE XCW. Now, they've done some things that are – they're not passing the savings on to us, of course, but saving them money, which hopefully will then equal cooler R&D and cooler bikes and all that good stuff. Um, but the forks are the same now. Uh, lots of things are the same. The motor is basically the same. Maybe the transmission is identical. I don't know. Um, I can't prove that yet, but it probably is. Uh, the anyway, lots of things are the same. The rear axle is the same. That wasn't the same. La you know, back back generation XC's had a different axle. XCW, you know, like so. They're trying to merge these bikes, which I think is good because they still feel very different, which is awesome. They should. They're different bikes, but. They're sharing a bunch of parts, which is good for finances. Um, let's see. Spanish Fly needs to bump up production. Big Chuck, you got that for sure. They badly need to bump up production. They should have uh, tomorrow, I think, is when they should have more available. I'm also getting a version 2. <laughs> Gen 2 is coming. It's 150 grams lighter. Pretty excited about that. Um, Robert uh, Vandertuin. Uh, I also have a 2005 gas gas 280 Pampera. Nice. Um, so Brian Mullins, let me hold on. Carbs for life, Mark. I'm with you. 
uh, with Zach's old bike, a 250. It's a 250 XC. So it's not as smooth as it's a little more violent, but um, the, I mean, it's a new bike. <laughs> new bikes are so good. And you should see the smile on his face. I wish he was here right now. The smile on his face all day is just like worth every penny I paid for that motorcycle. I don't even care how much it costs because, oh, it makes me happy to see him smile. I mean, he's a happy guy anyway. The Angry Zach thing's a joke, but dude, it's so good to see that new bike smile. So Brian Mullins, I have a 300SX. It's awesome, but I kind of wish I had a six gear. Um, Brian, yes, it's definitely possible to add. I don't know what it's going to take because you're probably going to have to get a new shift drum and obviously new more gears. I don't know. It's definitely possible, um, but it's going to be not cheap. And obviously, if you can split the cases yourself, you're saving the big money there. But it's not going to be as easy as just adding uh, gears, right? So it's you're going to have, like I said, shift drum, probably shift detent and all that stuff on the outside. Maybe a shift. I probably shouldn't have to do a shift four because they should all be there to get five. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, Brian, let's talk about it. Maybe you and I could collab on that and you send me your motor and we'll make it happen. And I'll give you a discount and. And Mark Oda, yes, it does make parts availability way better to have share bikes. It's good. Um, Michael Pruitt, glad to make you smile. Last question, Brian Hill. May, uh, maybe. <laughs> Mounted an IRC VE33. Didn't notice the directional arrows. And that's backwards. Does it matter? No. No, it does not matter. Uh, it doesn't matter even in hard enduro, but mild enduro for sure. No, that arrow, just ride the motorcycle. Uh, <laughs> I've installed them backwards on mine and customers. The problem is when I do it on a customer's bike, I got to take it back off and redo it. On mine, I just put them on there. I don't even care. Um, like if I don't notice it, I put it on. I don't. You will never notice. Uh, it probably has a lot to do with the stiffness of the knobs in certain directions and the way the cords are running and all that good stuff. That's what it does on street bikes. Like street bikes, it's the way the the cords and the the carcass are running to. Um, help with uh, load on the bike under braking or accelerate it. So anyway, it's way more important on a street bike, but it's even not that important on a street bike. <laughs> I can tell you uh, from experience on my own motorcycles, but um, yeah, just ride it. You'll be good to go. Um, oh, Rocky Mountain Moto. Uh, thank you. Uh, he says, I'm a stud for putting a Zach on a new bike. Um, yeah, it is a very good feeling. It just helps. I Yeah. And that guy has given me, I mean, I pay him, but he has given me a ton of his life and uh, he deserves a new bike. Um, <laughs> I'm picky and cheap. I have rotated and ran them out. Now, that's the other thing. I have put them on correctly, run them until they're worn, you know, the leading edge is all rounded and then flipped them. So like, yeah, whatever, dude, it don't matter. Uh, I wasn't sure if they chunk off. Uh, Brian Hill, you should be fine. I, the, to me, the VE33 chunks... Anyway, if you spin your tire, if you don't spin your tire, I'm, I'm a tire spinner. If you don't spin your tire, the VE33 works good. Um, Road 24W makes your 21 feel ancient. Yep, it does. Um, I've said that since I got this motorcycle. When I The first day I rode this motorcycle, I said, I think I said it in a video. I definitely said it to my friends that these bikes are going to make everybody want to throw away their old bike, whether it be a TBI or an old car bike or like 
yeah. <laughs> These things are incredible. If you ride one, you will be blown away. And it's not just the motor. Uh, it's the chassis. It's the whole package. It's absolutely incredible. And I know it's like weird. I sound like some KTM fanboy. It's just that good. I can tell you for a fact, I am not a KTM fanboy. I love to hate on KTMs, even though I ride them. Uh, my kids, oh man, when I told them about my issues last night with the code and wanting to throw wrenches through walls and all that stuff, they unloaded on me like you have never heard. They <laughs> gave me so much crap. One of my favorites was my son Thomas looking at me. He's like, imagine like if you had a bike and you had this like lever on the side and when you kicked it, it just started and ran, dad. Imagine that. I'm like, oh, dude. I wanted to punch him so hard. It was awesome. Oh, I love the kids so much. So yeah, like I'm not a KTM fanboy. I still like on fuel injection, but boy, those bikes are good. Uh, Robbie Childs, 22 XCW is now the workhorse ride. Yeah, for sure. And I think like, I mean, someday I will get rid of this XCW. I say someday, who knows? Maybe not. I'll probably give it back to a, give it to one of my kids or something like that. Um, I just need to make sure I find a way to be able to get gas quickly out of the tank on a new bike so I can fill a saw without having the taco motor thing's cool, but it takes a little while. You gotta take the seat off and all that. Getting gas out of that to fill a chainsaw is real fast. Um, Kim Jackson, I'm with you. Carbs are, you just don't mess up. Reference 23 TBI and hated my 14 after crash. I, yep, I know. Uh, keep up the great work. It's awesome. You and Ben have a collaboration. He is our local supplier. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ben Nicholson. He's the best dude. Ben is the best. By the way, you guys, if you want to buy some awesome gear that also supports me and looks really, really sexy, uh, the Highland cycles S3 gear is going to be available very, 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 very soon. I think you can actually pre-order it right now. Um, oh, what hat am I wearing? Sorry. There you go. IRC tire. Sorry. Um, uh, and yeah, it's going to be awesome. You can go to firsttrackmoto.com. Here, I'm going to type it in here because I seriously cannot thank Ben enough. Um, and he has been uh, absolutely huge help in building bikes and making things work really good. So. <clears throat> Go to firsttrackmoto.com slash highlandscycles. Buy something. It helps me. It helps Ben. It will help you because they're awesome. Uh, like I said, the gear is going to be available. I think you can do it right now. Um, switch to a battery chainsaw. DeWalt Milwaukee saws are awesome. I know, Crash Heart. I know. I need to see and try one on a big, long day because when you cut 100 trees, I just don't know. And like the, the DeWalt maybe are worth it, but I, I know a guy who has a saw – like the badass Husky and it lasts long and he's got an extra battery, but it was $900 to get set up. My $250 badass like pro level saw is feeling real nice at that. So, um, uh, yeah, the new pumpkin bikes are amazing. And yes, B halls, the family roasting me is the best. My smiley Hampson best bike ever is not a YZ 250. It's Axon XR 650 R. YZ250 is second, then comes the new bikes. <laughs> Bowhunter, what's up, Broads? What's going down, dude? Um, uh, bought a Milwaukee chainsaw, easier to carry three batteries than gas. 
Roy, I know. I need to try it out. I don't know. How much did that cost you, Roy? Because I've already, I'm done spending money with this setup. I don't have to spend any more money other than gas. Uh, so let me know. Um, yeah, YZ250, pull fuel. That's what I do with this. Uh, Hansen, he said, um, YZ250, pull fuel line, fill saw, keep cutting. That's what I do with the old carb KTM. I love it. Mark Odette, be good. Um, pick up a mitigator when you're there. Saved right last week. Yes. Pick up a mitigator. You're talking about the clutch fix. It was under 400 for saw and spider batteries cutting a bunch Saturday. Sweet, Roy. That is awesome. That's just $400 that I don't want to spend. Um, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I get it. Maybe when I wear this saw out, I don't know. Um, I need to... I need to go on a cut day uh, with those things. By the way, I, speaking of cut day, um, so we might be doing some cutting this Sunday. Uh, I need to, so I got to talk and yeah, anyway, there's some talk about doing some cutting on some big stuff, the Alpine Trail and all that. So I will see. I haven't had luck with battery pad saws. Great for small stuff, large stuff, kills the battery fast. Tom, it's kind of how I feel. Uh, I got to spend money to charge batteries to electricity isn't free. Kimberly, Jake Prater, I agree. Kiss, Chris Kinberg, what's happening? Um, just imagine all the YouTube content you can make with your new Milwaukee. <laughs> Thanks, Crash Art. Yeah, I get it. Um, the Milwaukee is under 300, but with extra batteries. That's the question. Um, the uh, so the the batteries you gotta you gotta buy extra batteries so that you can cut all day because we seriously go out. I mean, when you're cutting. I mean, no joke, a 32-inch or 34-inch tree, because I can do that with my 16-inch saw. It's kind of a pain. you got to do a crazy whatever. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just need to try it. Um, I know that the Husky versions will do it, and they've got some serious horsepower behind them, but they are big, big, big money. And I don't know about the Dewalt. And it's fit in my backpack. It's not going to fit in my backpack, because um, the way my backpack doesn't work like that. Um, so... I just need it to fit on the front of my thing. That's the other thing, actually, now that I think about it. My current pack setup would be hard to carry extra batteries and all the stuff that I have. So, I don't know. I'm not saying the battery saws are bad. I just don't think they're going to work for me. Because my current setup, without purchasing anything else, I can cut literally all day long and ride all day long uh, on that tank of gas and do a ton of work and it doesn't going to cost it's not going to cost me one more penny other than the fuel and the saw right now so yeah it doesn't make and i don't have to carry anything on my back for it everything other than bar oil which you have to carry bar oil for those um uh e-saws too so um yeah to me this makes more sense but again not poo-pooing the battery saws it's just i'm already in this and i don't want to do it um, let's see. Let me make sure. Uh, Bo Hunter, what do you mean? Nothing? <laughs> what's going on? You're watching what's going on, bro. <laughs> Doing this. Um, <laughs> Carol, Kimberly, and Jake Freighter. I love it. You can run a charger off the bike while you ride. Don't worry about that. I love it. Terry TBT, what's happening, dude? How's coming? How is it coming in from AZ, man? Um, yeah, in the. If you thought KTM fanboys are bad, don't even get me started on the Milwaukee bros, even though I am one. Yes, B-Halls. I love it. Batteries weigh more than gas. Sandy Smith. I'm, 
yeah, I like I said, I don't want to poo-poo the electric saws because anyone who is getting out and cutting trails, I love you and I thank you very much. I do not care how you do it. I don't care if you do it with a solar-powered battery. I don't care. Um, the uh, I just, yeah, for me personally, where I live, what we do, all that good stuff, the the thing works better. Um, the Rocky Mountain Moto, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, uh, been on the fence buying a 23300 XCW. Thank you, Vince, for helping me out. Richie, Bob, do not buy a 23300 XCW. Wait and buy a 24300 XCW. Trust me, it will cost you more money, but you will be happier. I can guarantee it. Um, the uh, uh, Yeah, you will be a much happier human with the 24. Especially, so if, actually, I take that back. If you buy the 23300 XCW, do not, under any circumstances, ride someone's 24. <laughs> just, just don't do it. You will... Oh, you'll be sad. <laughs> you will be so sad. The new bikes are just absolutely brilliant. They're really, really cool. Uh, and I really can't wait to see if we can make the W have the same motor um, power as the XC. Because if you can, it's going to be really cool. Because the chassis feels different. Um, the forks are really good. Like I said, we're going to valve them. And, all, and don't worry, all that stuff's coming. Um, hopefully we'll probably get one of those light clutches on it too. And let's talk, I'm going to just bounce back to the R Enduro clutch, uh, assist thing. And one of the reasons I like it, um, I forgot to mention before is that the lever is cool. You can use, it comes with its own lever, uh, and that lever can be used on the brake also. So you can now just carry one, once you get it all set up, you can carry one spare lever if you like carrying spare levers. And they're bendy levers, and they got micro adjustments on them, and uh, they feel really good. They're not square. They feel just like the stock profile, which is really, really nice and what I like. Um, so you can carry one lever, fits both sides, it flops back and forth. It's really cool. Um, so, yeah. Oh, 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 and I want to talk about the mileage on the XCW. Uh, real quick, uh, let me do that first before I answer you, Brian. So the mileage on the XCW. Zach rode 76 miles um, on the... Uh, the new XCW, he did have a liter of gas and poured it in because he didn't know, but, uh, there's more than a liter left. So it definitely would have done 76 miles. My XC would never do that on the stock tank. So really that's freaking awesome. Um, and do I have a general mileage on the stock TPIs? They have a 2019 and, and if it matters and a vid range on the, yes. So Brian Hill, I will do a range on the 300 XCW, like a video on it. Um, but I can say that Zach, like I said, 76 miles up on the plateau, not fast stuff, uh, tight single track, some roads though, uh, going down roads pretty quick. So, um, the, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, let's see, uh, Hanson, uh, how about the beta 300 RR race edition? Amazing bike, dude. The beta 300 RR race edition is absolutely a phenomenal motorcycle. I like it a lot. The only thing that's lacking is the counterbalancer. And again, this is nitpicking because the YC250s, CR500, they don't have counterbalancers. People wrote them. So, like, I'm not saying you can't write it. But the problem is when you're comparing it against all the modern stuff, the counterbalancer sticks out uh, as not as much counterbalance. It's definitely not as smooth. Um, but that would not stop me from buying one. Those are amazing bikes. 
Does the nut come that comes with the S3 brake kit replace the factory lock nut? Yes, Steve Lees, it does. Do you use a stabilizer? I do not. If not, know anyone that does. Looking for a recommendation considering it. I don't, Brian, but um, I install lots of them. And I can tell you without a doubt, in my opinion, there are only two to consider. Uh, if you want the most control and the most adjustability, buy the Scots. It's the best in the business that way, and it's amazing. It's kind of big and bulky. You got to decide whether it goes up or under, like under or over the bars, and, and and all that. If you want the cleanest setup, which is also really good, not as adjustable, but really clean and does the job, get the Showa style that goes behind the number plate. Uh, they're making a cool mount. Ride Engineering, I believe, is making the cool mount for the new bikes. Uh, they make them for the old bikes too. It's it's so sweet. If I ever put one back on, it's going to be that. Crash hard. I was late tuning. What clutch lever are you talking about? Uh, it is this one. Rnduro.com. It is that. And it's not. Ju- it's actually not so much a lever as it is. Where did he go? Um, an assist to your other lever. It does come with a new lever. It's important for the system to work. But, um, yeah, it's an assist to the thing. It's really cool. I'm really excited about it. Uh, Brian Hill, 50 miles or so per tank. Yeah, so like 50 miles out of the W, I think, is no problem uh, on a stock tank. That was a problem for sure on my bike uh, with the stock tank. That son, what's happening? Uh, does anyone know if the Stator fits the XC? So Jeff Slavin says it doesn't, but I'm going to test that with some actual hands-on. I don't know that he tested it. He just, um, so the... Uh, yeah. So I, yeah, Scott Leverton, I'm with you. I know I won't like him. I know I won't like him. I know I won't. So, um, I just don't want to poo poo it because I want people out cutting trails and if they like those things, awesome. Um, Ooh, can you reline an old rear brake drum at 88 KDX 200? I can't Sandy, but I bet someone could, a good machinist could definitely do that. Willie Watts, if you cartwheel a newer fuel injected bike down, Will it leak while upside down? If it's upside down, Willie, yes, because it will still come out that breather. But it won't come out if it's laying on its side and it's not to that breather, it will not come out. Um, yeah, our under the stator itself is a different size. There you go, Jay. Thank you. Uh, can you show the lever and says, I'm going to go get it. Yeah. Always put your honest opinion. Thank you, dude. You think those betas would be good desert bikes? Yes. Um, Rocky Mountain Moto, I, I can say for sure that they are very good desert bikes because uh, Joe Wasson has won some hare and hounds on those exact bikes you're talking about. They're awesome. Um, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ronnie, thank you. Ron Ronald Giles, WP makes a show of style that bolts right to the new bikes. I forgot about that. Yes. Dennis, what's happening, dude? Uh, uh, Ricky Stater can do a re- And, yeah, that's the other thing. Uh, Ricky Stater can rewind the other one. Uh, what the diameter of the stator between the bikes is different. Same with the flywheel. So I'm wondering, I know this is the fly. I'm wondering if you can swap the whole thing. And he said that the wiring harness is different. That's the thing I don't understand. So I'm going to find it, but I'm going to go grab the lever. Hang on. First of all, it comes in a sweet box. Like, really nice waterproof box. Uh, extra lever. Here is ah, I'm dropping it. Here is the lever. 
Um, so it looks very much like a KTM lever. I like that. Uh, it's bendy, which is nice. Micro adjustment here uh, for in and out. Uh, and then the key to this whole thing, and I'm not going to... Here, hold on. Here's the box that goes up underneath your um, uh, bike. And this is the pivot point that goes right there. So it goes like that. Uh, it takes up some room. It's, it's not nothing. Um, but it goes here. Or actually, excuse me, goes here like this, I think. Is that, or is it like that? I don't know. I'm going to find out. I haven't installed it, obviously. I think it goes like this. So, like that. Um, so, that's, anyway. So, all the parts are here. It comes with everything. He actually was nice enough to send me some cool caps, which is sweet. Uh, and, like I said, the extra lever. So, I have extra levers. But... The way it works is that this piece, like right here, comes in and it makes it flat in here. And then the new bolt you put through that, the new pivot bolt is flat. So that pinches it. And then the spring inside that box pulls on it and, and helps you pull. It's really cool. Um, let's see. Perfect on recommendation for stabilizer. Don't need it for straight stabilization. New chassis are stable. Neat when I hit a tree. Yeah, Brian. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, the the Showa is style. I mean, the WP one, I'm sure they just buy it from Showa. I don't know. It's rad. Maybe, they, who knows? Maybe WP just re-engineered it. Uh, the rewind lower idle and fluctuating voltage is not okay in my opinion. Oh, that, yeah. I haven't seen that. So, uh, how is the stock 23XC versus stock 24XC? Um, Grit, we're going to find out. Thank you very much to Grit Motorsports. I'm just like, psyched you're here. <laughs> Uh, we're going to be talking a lot about him tonight. Sam at Grit Motorsports is the one who's letting us borrow the 23 um, XC bone stock, and we're going to go ride them together. I'm excited. Uh, have both XC is lighter, more sporty, W is trail, and road comfort. Yeah, for uh, uh, Kimberly and Jake Prater, when is the next dirt church? This Saturday morning, we are meeting at um, Peach Valley at 6 a.m. It is early, but that's cool, and we're going to ride to a spot and we're going to talk about Jesus and then we're going to ride back and go to work. So, um, yeah, 6 a.m. Peach Valley. If you want to join us, it'd be awesome. It will be on YouTube also. Uh, what other questions you guys have? We'll run this thing till 8 30. Uh, and then I have got to get to work maybe on installing my new cool stuff because I am excited about it. Um, I'm really excited about it. It's, I mean, I, so here, let me, let me talk about why I'm excited about the lighter clutch pole because I get lots of comments and I appreciate them and I actually really like them. He's uh, like, seriously, he's like, lighter clutch on a hydraulic? Come on, go to the gym. Fair enough. I get it. 100%. I should go to the gym. I actually am going to the gym. Well, my own gym at the house. But here's the deal. Uh, on a trail ride or even a hair scramble race, I don't even think about the clutch pole. I never, ever even consider what the clutch pole feels like ever I cable operated none of it my xr6 it doesn't even cross my mind um for long day the baja 1000 i think i didn't think about the clutch pole here's the thing hard enduro you are constantly on the clutch i mean abs just non-stop pulling the clutch all day long and it gets brutal right on your hand in super technical stuff also so not even like racing a hard enduro but like Riding really nasty, rocky, it's, um, yeah. Brian Mullins, yes, the video 
is filmed. It is not edited, but I'm doing the top end on Loretta, and it's good. Um, Kimberly, yeah, it's a bit of a drive from North Carolina. One of these days, though. Come on out. Um, hey, Morgan, have you tried one of those Lex 2T pipes? I have not yet, Nick. I do want to because um, the uh, it, they're cheap. <laughs> um, and Jay, I love it. Don't use a clutch. makes the oil dirty. I love that answer so very much. Did you guys uh, see WP is releasing the 7500 kit for the new stuff? Yes, I did see that. I knew something was coming. They're going to, because they can't let money sit on the table, right? They're going to try to, um, it's going to be good. Um, so, Grit, are you riding with us? Or, Sam, are you riding with us? Or are you doing your own thing over on the other side? Um, but either way, I it's yes, it is going to be awesome. And I cannot wait to enjoy the fruits of our labor. I'm not taking a chainsaw. It's going to be so much fun. I probably should because there's been some wind. There's going to be some more trees down. But not taking a chainsaw. We're filming a video and we're going to have just fun tonight. It's going to be awesome. Um, uh, so, yeah, I did see the 7500 kit. I don't know what, you know, I, I don't know what that is going to be. But that also makes me think that the new closed chamber forks are closer to the 6500s than maybe I thought they were, that they had to come out with a new thing to offer uh, instead of just, you know, saying, well, those are fine, but the 6500s are better. Um, sweet. Psyched to have you, Sam. I cannot wait. Uh, and it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be a nice night up there. It's going to be absolutely drop dead beautiful. Um, do they make an assist for a traditional cable clutch? Uh, there's not like an assist, but the, I don't know if you've ever seen those old school. It's, it, it's an assist. Um, it's like a shape like that kind of. I know that's terrible. And it goes in line in the cable, and they help a lot. My buddy Doug Jorgensen, who rides uh, old big lures, so KX500, YZ490s, things like that, he runs them on his cable clutch because those bikes have really stiff clutch pulls, and it makes a big difference. So, uh Maybe someone here remembers those and can like comment what those are called because I don't know. Uh, guys, if you're watching and you haven't yet, hit the thumbs up. That means you got to, if you're in the chat on YouTube, you got to back out of the chat, hit the thumbs up, and then come back into the chat. Um, we got time for like one, maybe two more questions. What do you guys want to talk about? What do you want to know? I hope I didn't miss anything. Um, I don't think I did. Uh, yeah, so like I said, stay tuned for. Uh, the top end video on that uh, today, the video coming out today is my race recap of the Hard Enduro in um, Kellogg, Idaho, Silver Kings Hard Enduro, talking about this bike, talking about how I suffered, talking about uh, what did well, what didn't well, what I would change, all that good stuff. So um, someone on YouTube made a video about the 6500 and the new exact forks. I forget who made it, but the forks are definitely very different. Um, yeah, I, Jacob, I, I knew... I know I've seen pictures. I, we haven't taken ours apart yet. Um, I've seen pictures though, and I know they are different. It's just, I'm wondering if the performance isn't that far off. That's why they had to come out with the 70 or yeah, 7,500 kit. I don't know. It doesn't matter. The new forks are good. And with some valving, they're going to be really, really good. Um, Sandy Smith, have a good one. Well, older 22 K team wheels for the new 20. Yes. The old wheels will fit. You just have to buy spacers. Um, it's the other way that it doesn't work. Uh, easy pull clutch. Thanks, Dave Kessler. Uh, yeah, it's, it, just look it up. Easy pull clutch. And it's just this little thing that goes in line with the cable. And, um, 
gives you a mechanical advantage. And it, it, they work great. Uh, Tom being bought Magura Hydraulic Clutch, put it on my CR250, works great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Tom. Yeah, I, I didn't even think about that, Tom. Yeah, the the old school Magura, I think they call it the Jack Clutch or Jack Hydraulic Clutch, was a hydraulic option for the cable stuff, and they work great. Um, thoughts on the old 500 power versus the new 300? It's been a minute since I've ridden a 500. Brian, um, there's really no comparison. The 500, the old 500s make a lot of power and they make a lot of torque, but they're somewhat, well, not somewhat, they're very raw <laughs> and they vibrate like crazy and they're just not, I, they're just not practical. I, and someone out there who's going to watch this is going to yell at me and scream at me. And, and I mean, I have a friend, Kurt Motz. He's going to, ah, we argued all night one night um, via text uh, in a good way, but like about three, the new 300 versus 500. And the reality is the new 300s make the same peak horsepower as a 500, uh, which is crazy, a stock 500. And they deliver the power so much easier, so much better, so much smoother, uh, but they still deliver the power that the 500 is just outdated and obsolete in my opinion. It's just, it's cool. It's just not anyway, whatever it, to me, they're silly. Um, I, at this point, and I have a, I have a very good friend who is a much better writer than me, loves horsepower even more than I do. And he built himself a KX 500 aluminum frame and wrote it like five times and said, Nope. And sold it. Like it just doesn't make sense. Um, so yeah, I really want better forks and keep wondering what the simplest and best cheapest way to do. So on your X trainer, there is no simple, those things don't all go together. Simple, best and cheapest. <laughs> those words do not go together when it comes to forks, especially on that bike. Um, crusty, thank you very much. Um, just if you want better forks, buy the good stuff. It's the way to go. Brian Mullins, you bet, man. The wheels work backwards with new bearings and spacers. So, yeah, the wheels will go both ways. The back, the front wheel works regardless, right? So let's take that out. It's just the back wheel. The only problem with putting a new back wheel on an old, it will actually goes really easy with just the outside spacers on a W. It just doesn't go to an XC um, uh, because the axle on the old XCs is bigger and they put the spacer on the inside, so you have to take that out. But if you buy the Bulletproof Designs new wheels, then um, they work no matter what. Back and forth, just move spacers or the outside spacers around. Um, 500 is a California bike green sticker. Oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, no, Shane, he's talking about CR500, like old school 500, not uh, the two strokes, not the new one. The, dude, the new four stroke 500s are brilliant. Um, I would love to have one, honestly. As long as you haven't ridden the TBI KTM, the 500 is still cool. <laughs> that son, I could not agree more. Um, uh, ooh, a pristine 97 CR 500. Nice. I mean, they're sweet bikes. I just, I got no need for one. All right, guys. It's 830. I got a boogie. Punk Rock Club. Thank you guys so much for sticking around. We had a big show today. Thank you for all of you watching. It makes my heart happy. Just so, so happy uh, having you guys all here. 
I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, like I said, Punk Rock Club, I like you more than I like everybody else. Um, tube spaces between, you can make it work. Oh yeah, Jay, yeah, the tube spacer on the inside. You can, yeah, you can totally make it work. You just gotta take the bearings out and change that out. Sorry. Um, but yeah, the wheels will work. They just take a little more work one way or the other. But anyway, Punk Rock Club, I love you. You guys are my favorites. Um, have a wonderful day. Get out, spread the gospel two wheels. We all need that. We need more dirt bikers in this world because dirt bikes make better humans uh, in general. And I think if we all rode dirt bikes, we could all get along and we'd all have so much more fun. So I love you. I hope you have a wonderful day. Get out, spread the gospel two wheels. And as always, I hope that what I'm doing here and Zach is doing here and Leander is doing here is inspiring you guys to work on, but more importantly, get out and ride your dirt bikes. <laughs>